0: Welcome back to yet another episode of Stand Up. At the end of last week's episode. Almost. So close. I got so close. Dave
1: Cabley, our wonderful uh, championship journalist guest from Long Island, 37 years in the trenches, writing about everything except uh, my friend Peter Bales. (laughs) He mentioned an expression that he uses called background Muppets. I guess he loved Jim Henson and the Muppets, and in the background were Muppets. That didn't even have eyes. And Peter, just as we're ending the last episode, Peter said, "Background Muppets. That's that's such a great expression." And he said to Dave, "Do you use that like in articles?" And Dave, "No, not not yet. I use it with my kids, but not in articles." And I just want to take this opportunity to say, Dave, consider that stolen. Because that's <laughs> he just set the hook. For Are himself. you really
2: a Muppets fanatic? I am. I. I, I... I, here's the thing. I love creatives and um, I love original creatives. And I always, uh, Jim Henson was such a hero of mine because I thought what he did was incredible in the sense that he created the Muppets, but he used them as a tool to teach. So when I was a kid, I grew up on Sesame Street. Sesame Street started when I was born. So like they started like literally in like uh, late 69 and I was born early 70. And I grew up on, on Sesame Street and stuff like that. And I thought it was literally an ingenious way to teach children is to to accept all these different things uh, and, and ideals yes. and things through Muppets. And I I really always stuck with me. And um, a and very I,
0: positive influence.
2: Positive on you. influence and, and it's I, so
1: timely. My sis, my yeah. sister's grandkids. I mean, they're like two years old and mm-hmm. they are locked
2: Yeah, that screen. You're locked into it and you know, I and I also I also collect Muppets, so I have a whole series of. Them. Okay, well, that's. Well, I'm un- not sure I tell yeah, anybody that. Yeah, that. that's
0: no. that's uncomfortable. Okay, yeah. at, this, at this
1: point. Were you a puppet guy as a kid? No, <laughs> no, just Muppets. Listen to this. I, I went, never asked you that. Were you a puppet guy?
0: I was not a puppet guy, and at least at least in my town, <laughs> that that kind of thing was I, illegal. I had Howdy
1: Doody, <laughs> and I had. Jerry Mahoney. Wow. But his Home? favorite
0: was Lamb Chop. Those of you who have a certain age, <laughs> uh, he used to play with Lamb Chop. He won't tell you about Lamb no, Chop. No, exactly. Of course not.
1: Not, not to change the subject, <laughs> but when I first uh, became a regular on the Howard Stern Show mm. and we were killing in like 1986, but we were over the top. Mm. And that's when he first really started getting in trouble with the FCC, mm-hmm. the Federal Communications, mm-hmm. yeah. whatever it's called. and Commission. And I wrote a really disgusting line <laughs> about lamb chop.
2: Oh, boy. And,
1: <laughs> and he got, they never paid the fines, but they got cited for it. And we actually got FCC, you know, you get a copy, I get yep. a copy, mm-hmm. Fred gets a copy right. of the infringement. Wow. <laughs> that lamb chop and, and oh, thinking,
2: wow. nothing funny that's <laughs> hysterical <laughs>
1: and, and I'm, I'm sure it was just something lewd about uh, yeah. you know
0: well to be fair I think Sherry Lewis was a lot of fun and very talented and, and uh, let's let's keep it in perspective not, I want to say I, not I have a story. To be, not to not, be
1: politically incorrect but she had the slightest lisp which made you think you could
0: get it <laughs>
1: You know, there's something wrong with her, maybe I got a shot. Here.
0: All right, Jackie, uh, <laughs> what, do you, what do you say to that? I say keep that, thinking that.
1: Enough lamb
0: chop. I went to a taping of Sesame Street, mm. and I know how Big Bird works, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I bet, you know, you don't even know. you, Nicole, our wonderful camera woman over there. Okay, break time. Yeah. I but,
1: think at this point the whole world knows. No, things. you don't know how. I do too. You
0: do? All right, let's hear. I did
1: an autograph signing, one of those chiller theater things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where you do, you're with B, C, D, E, and F yep. celebrities. <laughs> In Jersey. And it was incredible. I was sitting next to the first Playboy Playmate.
2: Wow. A
1: thousand years old. Wow. On the other side, Richard Keel, Richard mm-hmm. Kyle, with a head this big, Jaws. Wow. Okay. And Carol. Leifer? No, Carol right. the Big
2: Bird. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah Spinney.
1: Carol Spinney yeah. was there. And my girlfriend at the time was with me. She would not have been as excited to meet Sinatra Right, sure. As she was to meet. Absolutely. Carol Spinney. Yeah, yeah. Wow. The Big Bird thing. And he was there in the outfit yeah. and the whole yeah. deal. And
0: Actually, when you look at Big Bird, there is one in functional arm. The other arm is tethered yep. to the body. Mm-hmm. There are no eyes to see out. Mm-hmm. And his free arm is up working the mouth. And the way he sees to walk around the set is to look down at a TV monitor around his neck. Yes, you can learn things here. Do you want want to stand up memories? Now you can
1: go make your own big bird and impress David Kribble.
2: Do you know why they call it Muppets? Why? Because it's puppet moved by the mouth,
0: Muppet. See? Oh, a puppet moved by the mullet. That's a muppet you see that? with an M. Yeah. See, that's a, v- a very distant cousin, I think, to stand-up comedy, pup- puppeteering. It is. Whereas, a, what about a mullet? A mullet? Really? That's interesting you bring that Did up, Jackie. Did you ever have a mullet? I never had a mullet.
1: That's why you never got girls.
0: Would you, I, would, I, would, I actually
1: would, thought of having a mullet. Can, but would you consider what you had a mullet?
0: Because
2: you used to have long hair in the back.
1: I never had a mullet. I had, I had a ponytail for the entire 70s, right, but all right. never a mullet. But what about... Never like, a mullet!
2: What about in the 80s when you had it slick back and you had it long in the back? You remember the the, the, the traditional Jackie but hair? But that wasn't a mullet. I do.
1: That was, whatever was sticking up was just what didn't fit into the You know where I got my hairstyle
0: from my entire life? Very young, and only older people will recognize this name.
1: Andy Griffith. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bobby Sherman was a oh, oh, really? Wow. He had great hair. Wow. I'm sorry. He did. And, uh, you know, and I would ask. Hullabaloo? What was he on Hullabaloo? He was on a, a, a show called Here Come the Brides and he had a lot of hit singles. Well, he got
1: that. It was, what, there was Hullabaloo and Shindig. Shindig. Wow. He used to sing his songs on that, right? Have I got the wrong Bobby? It was Bobby Goldsboro and Bobby, Bobby Sherman. Bobby
0: Goldsberg so, uh, somebody else. You did out. have Bobby Sherman here. I did. you darn right I did, and I was proud. <laughs> I had G- General Sherman here. <laughs> <laughs> it's retreating.
1: That's <laughs> ah, all right. But, I know, love stuff like this. They, you know, I actually had a ponytail the entire 70s, and it was very weird because people did not, like long yeah. You know, there were a lot of hippies a th- and a yeah, lot of everything, but when you were in regular polite society or whatever you'd call it, you were like kind of frowned on. It was yeah. really weird. It was like, yeah. a, you know, yeah. it wasn't being African American, but it wasn't being straight. You know, there were people yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that, that yeah, they, would, they would label you.
2: When did you cut it?
1: I was in comedy. I don't know if it was a month or three months, whatever. I was playing my guitar and telling jokes, and playing my guitar and telling jokes, and then got up at Dixon's, and at some point, I realized when you're a comedian, they almost have their mind made up about you yeah. before you get to the oh mic. Yeah. Yeah. Not not totally, mm-hmm. but, and if you have a ponytail, they're already colored, that, you know, and I just, yeah. and one day I just, it was no great thing where I agonized, or it's just like, you know what?
2: Lopped it off. Yeah.
1: And then I got in the shower and w- dried my hair. And I'm like, you got to be kidding. Is it really that easy? <laughs> oh, hey, did you, wow, yeah, did yeah. you
0: hear what Jackie just said? Something really interesting. The audience has their mind made up about so, you before you even yeah. start. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to talk about a phenomenon. And I, I think it still exists today. Mm. Where audiences have learned that the first act is the weaker act. And sometimes you don't, they think they don't even have to tune in which to is the so first wrong, act. Right. Which is so wrong. Which is why the host or uh, tag team, because hosting is a lost art, and they do tag team shows where there's no cohesiveness whatsoever to the show. Uh, The first act is often not even given a fair shot by the audience, and that's just wrong, wrong, wrong as can be.
1: And but audiences will—they'll always be filtering in during the opening. Um, yeah. music and a lot of, you know, it's just like that's it's always the uh, a lot
0: of bookers reinforce that yeah. by not caring enough about their entire show yeah. three-person show remember when we started out, it was a four-person but now it's pretty standard yeah, three-person three. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and,
1: and there was no, it was like, why don't you MC No, I'll emcee. Right. And one guy would emcee right. and get the thing going. And,
0: and, the, and, off, and, and, and MCing was, was sometimes sought after. It sought was, after it, by it me. Was
1: just as... Uh, no.
0: But now you have bookers and club owners who will focus on booking a headliner, a good solid headliner, and not really care about the feature act or the opener. That's like a steakhouse serving a great steak with a brown salad and a rotten baked potato right who's going to come back for that again right exactly. well, why
1: would you eat this so
0: often
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know it's um
0: really
2: it's
1: yeah. it's true yeah, what it's i just a, said i mean yeah, yeah. It's, i it's, i got booked so many places so many times and where i i've never really like me and peter work together a lot and i work with the sky rich harkaway a lot um because there's people you get comfortable with uh-huh. and, and it and it works yeah but a lot of times, I just don't care. They say, you know, uh, I want to put on an opener, or do you want an opener? And I, use, I prefer to just go up there and get them cold mm-hmm. and get all their energy because right. I'm a hog, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah, sure. But
1: not so much anymore because I don't do something joke man as much anymore, which made the show longer. Right. But they'll say, all right, we're going to use an opening act. And you, you wind up... Almost not bothering. It's me it, with this ch- chase I've been under for forty years, telling people to spell the joke, man. It just, mm, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm ready to abandon that. I've been saying that for thirty years. Yeah. But they say, yeah, opening act, fine. And I'll say, don't have them be real dirty. Him mm-hmm. or her be real dirty, and not real loud. Yeah. You know, and. I never say I don't want somebody really funny in front of me. Yeah, yeah, of course. But if you got somebody loud that's dirty, that's like putting on two ventriloquists. Right.
0: Two exactly. People, it's, it's, yeah. Exactly. You got to have a different energy. You got to
1: balance people are, it. like, you know, your comic will say, oh, I hear I'm not supposed to be mm-hmm. dirty. And I'm like, no, I'm not trying to cut, right, cut yeah. out with what no, you yeah, do. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah.
0: Anybody who is an opener or a feature, it's just courtesy to the headliner, n- don't do too long, number and, one. And
1: if they go through all the words, it takes all the and bite and out yeah. of it. That was
0: Rodney Dangerfield's rule. Rule. He said, I am the first one to say the F word, that's it, no discussion. Okay, yeah. You know, And out of courtesy, uh, you know, you open for a George Carlin or a Robert Klein or somebody else yeah, like yeah. that. Somebody big, a Jerry Sine. You, you, you've got to do the right thing. You, yeah. You're going to go in and get them, but right. the, the show is a growth upward, upward, right. upward. Yeah, And
1: when people used to go to Rodney, uh, you see Rodney, after he started getting really famous, like mm. 1980, he was already known, but once he started getting really famous and people would go to Dangerfields, That was an explosion the first time you saw him say that. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Because it was so it it, it didn't whoa. And I'm not telling. That's Paul McCartney up there smoking.
0: (laughs) I'm not telling feature acts and openers to lay down, uh, but go up there classy and strong as strong as you can. And when you're ready to move up to a headliner, it's when certain headliners can't follow you. That's that's when you're ready. But don't go up and be shocking or dirty. And and detract from the yeah, evening. They definitely
1: were always the acts that like I'm going to go up and prove that I should be right. On the right but the
2: bottom right. line is you're supposed to warm up the crowd. That's your job. Right. Your job is to set up right. the ramp to right. bring them right, right. up to right. the open right. to the main guy. To get them yeah, going. or the main. And that's girl, why when
0: one. people who are hosting get a chance to feature the in fe- yeah. a three-person show, the feature spot is the sweetest spot. They're ready. Yeah. They're relaxed. They're not right. tired yet. Right. Right. And and you're like wow
1: you know and there's so there's- much that goes on because every headliner has sat back there and you just can't help it when the feature act is doing really really great in your mind you're like oh that's a laugh I won't get that's a-. I mean it's just right. a neurotic thing and I got to tell do, you of course but they get going I good get enough I and then the MC or somebody will, will, will some of these guys will be like they'll feed off that like wow they're really going yeah so they go up. And they'll do, like, 10 minutes off the energy from the feature when yes. his, their job was to go, hot audience, here you go. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah.
0: Well, right. Like, a, like a relay race, handing off the baton. Right. Right. When I open for Jackie, Jackie sits in the back, and I can see him. He's sitting there thinking, this is going to be so easy to follow. Well, the difference is, until is until it, goes you guys goes are two, two different energies. energies. <laughs> <laughs> you're so different energies, though. I We're mean, to, he's that, you that's, that's,
1: that's why it works yeah, so yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know.
0: I'm, I'm different. I am actually, by choice, lower. And everybody's yeah. lower energy than Jackie. Of course. But I love his. His crowds are fun crowds, yeah. and I love that. And I'm totally different, and he comes up, and it, uh, it works really Like, the really
1: last well. time he opened for me, he did 40 minutes.
0: No, that, no. But I
1: was like, I understood that. No way. he was determined to stay up there. Until he got his first laugh. <laughs> just didn't happen. And, and so finally, finally, Bail. I
0: had to get bailed, And that's an appropriate expression yeah. for what that's I did. That's great. Peter bailed. <laughs> I bailed. Peter I never bailed. thought of that before. But David Kriblay of Newsday is here. Don't hold back. Okay? okay. What, tell me, you cover as a journalist yeah. comedy yeah. here on Long Island. Yeah. He doesn't what? go
1: on stage. He, he no. writes about the people on stage. He's kind <laughs> of like a background muppet.
0: What is wrong with comedy today that you see live? Well, don't hold back. Okay, I won't hold back. Well, let's
2: be honest. I mean, the elephant in the room is they're all being judged immediately. And I'm not just talking about the audience sitting there watching. Okay. When you go to a comedy club and you go to see comedy, it's like going to a restaurant to eat. You're already hungry. You're ready to go. But and that's, you're not, that's why you're there. That's why you're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in there's an extra there's an extra thing that goes on today, and they're all worried about the the the, the uh, judgment. And what I mean by the judgment is somebody calling them out for something they said wrong, or you know, offended this or this and that. And I understand there's a lot of sensitivities out there, but it creates a very tricky obstacle course for the the stand up to go through today, whether it's a man or a woman or whatever, how a, how old they are. They have to go out there, and right now, in, in 2022, there is a there is a vibe in the audience, and you just don't know, you know, to what's me, going on. You are
1: absolutely right, I am sure, but to me, that is such horse crap. Not meaning what you're saying is mm. horse crap. Me, I I am offensive. And I hit a lot, say a lot of things that nobody should probably ever say. But my audience knows that. Yes. They've come to see me for forty years. Yes. And, it's, and yeah, everybody knows what right. I'm doing is not hurtful. Of course. But to me, like if you go into a comedy club and you're going to get offended, that's like somebody going to an opera and saying, "Don't sing so loud."
2: Exactly. You know, like Jesus <laughs> I know. Christ. I know. It's I mean, in... that's why But you... here's, but here's the fine line, right? So you look at someone like Jackie. Let's look at Jackie's act, You know Jackie's act, So do I. His act. Is also talking on a fun, cartoonish kind of level. He's not talking as Jackie Martling, the man. This is how I feel. He's right. telling jokes, right? Right. And he also and hits everybody. Don't like he hits times. everybody. He'll hit every type hate. of person, right. and he'll mix up the jokes. He's he's doing a, of they, all they, ethnicities. They, you know,
1: they just, it just it should be some kind of blanket thing. Or I think at some point i We even thought about this that there's going to be like different kinds of clubs. Like, this is going to be a club, this is a comedy club, and we do and say what we want in here. When, when they had the Gotham TV show mm-hmm. in, in Mark Cuban's Gotham, yep, whatever yep. it was called, Gotham Live, yep. they said, We're going to be offensive, we're going to talk about anything we want, and don't come in here. Exactly. And, and they showed it on, on whatever his, his TV show is, his, his TV channel right. is, uh, yeah, so as a whole network. And they they would say, this is what's going to happen here if you don't like it. You know, this is a a cowboy show and we're going to shoot each other. The point is, people
0: are allowed to be offended. Of course. But what you shouldn't be allowed to do is interrupt the show, ruin the show. Uh, If you don't like something, turn the channel. If you don't like something, leave the show or don't go to the club, which you should know what the club is in the first place right, anyway. Right. That's how you handle it. Yeah. All right? You, you know, Go to somewhere where you like the show, not somewhere where you're offended. It's as simple as that. You don't have to do anything about it Right. if you're offended. That it's is like, a little yeah.
1: mind-boggling for somebody to go in there and say, oh, you know, I, I you know, I well, don't really like this. It's, it's, well,
2: to, as far as I'm concerned, it's like going to a steakhouse, sitting down and be like, I don't eat meat.
1: Right, right. What are you doing
2: it, in a steakhouse? Right.
1: Right. 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 You
0: know. right. 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 You know what I mean? Well, I got to tell you, I want...
1: You don't... But be, in all fairness, you, you would eat anything.
2: Not anything, <laughs> but I do eat steak, but I, I'm actually not eating steak uh,
0: for, uh, for a while now. I'm not staying off red meat. I, want, okay. well, I can't
1: afford it either.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're coming back next week with David Cribbley. And we have so much more to talk about, but I want to end with Jackie. Don't
1: send David steaks. He's not eating steaks. Currently. No, not what
0: right now. What do you now. say, Jackie, when a joke doesn't work to an audience? I'll do the first line. You do the second line. Basically, you say, "Hey, that joke works." I'm testing you.
1: Oh, oh you know what? I said that last. Time. I say it all the time. I said, "I know these jokes work." I'm testing you. I,
0: you That's know, so incredibly like totally I true. a really funny
1: joke and I don't know if, "Hey." Yeah, you know, I've been telling these jokes for forty years. Like this, this isn't on me. Yeah, and it's the old thing where you know, if you, if you pay fourteen dollars to come into a comedy club or mm-hmm. thirty-four dollars to come into a comedy club mm-hmm. and you don't laugh, who's the jerk? I'm yep. already getting paid. You you pay the money and you don't right. laugh. Who's the idiot?
2: Right. You know? Exactly.
0: Thank you, David Cribbly from Newsday, and <laughs> Jackie Martling.
1: Did we have we I ever talked am- about the, the the groups of people in the audience not laughing? We'll do that when we come back.
0: Well, that's really my whole career. Wow. (laughs) I wasn't going to say that. See you next time on Stand Up Memories. Trying to be a good guy. Hey, a new episode of Stand Up Memories every Wednesday. How exciting is that? It's starring me, Peter Bales, and right here, Jackie the Joke Man
1: Martin. Please follow us on social media. Search it out. What is it? Me space?
0: My space? Your space? TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Doo da -da. (laughs) do-da.